Hey guys, we are so excited that you're here. Welcome to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast. I'm Kara Goss, online registered dietitian and health and fitness coach. And I'm Kylie Kaiser, online health and fitness coach, and we're your hosts. This podcast is all about improving yourself physically and mentally. And y'all, neither of those things can be improved with a quick fix. We are here to be real with you about your fitness and fat loss goals, your health, your mindset, and everything in between. If you're ready to open your mind to the process that self-improvement requires instead of always looking for the next quick fix, then this is your podcast. Let's get started. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast. It's your girls, Kara and Kylie, back with episode 122, coming off of a five-day spree together. And I miss you so much already. I'm sad. I miss you too. It doesn't feel like it was five days. I know. It really does not feel like it was five days. I feel like it was like, it honestly feels like it was one. Probably also because I was like bobbing around a lot. And like, I feel like there was, we had so many plans this time. I feel like there was something going on every single day. Yeah, I feel you and I actually only had three days mm-hmm. too. Because I mean, you left Monday morning, so right, yeah, we had like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But it was still great. It was great to see you. We had so much fun. It was and so fun. We, uh, you know, had a break from the podcast last week because my computer exploded, ladies and gentlemen. Literally, and that is why I'm currently doing this episode from my cell phone. So, so if the audio is a little bit wonky on Kylie's part, we apologize. We're going to get it figured out, but we are do I am doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> like literally we got, and we had full intentions of recording last week. That's what happened. Yeah, I got, that's when it happened. Yeah. But Tuesday was literally the only way, only day that we could record. So we get on and Kylie texts me and she goes, Kara, my computer just zapped and started smoking. <laughs> No, I just FaceTimed you. Oh, you FaceTimed me. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I literally, y'all, when I tell you, it literally made like a zap noise and just smoke came up from my keyboard. That is quite literally what happened. And I don't have any idea why. I was literally logging into the Zoom meeting and that happened. So Unreal. yeah, we did not get to record, unfortunately. Unreal. Uh, luckily, a few days later, Kara was in my home. So we did have a good time. Um, Kara went to her first rave. Uh, mm-hmm. We went to a Super Bowl, Taylor Bowl. Taylor Bowl, party. baby. Taylor Bowl party. Um, got to spend time with the squad. It was mm-hmm. it was great. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, there was so much packed in. Um, first of all, I just have to say, like, I would expect nothing less of your computer to have this dramatic just kind of, like, die off. <laughs> okay? And- I give up. truly like (laughs) that just tracks with your life but yeah so much much fun I mean we got to hang with the squad I stayed Lex and Josh's on Thursday and then Mm -hmm. yeah we did the rave we did Taylor Bowl we got dinner with everyone um got a lift in like it was just it was a great time overall I cannot wait to be back in July only five months it's gonna go so fast I know. I wish I was coming to see you before then, but I know your schedule is pretty packed up with stuff too leading up to that. It's absolutely insane. Like there is literally a travel, something in terms of travel every single month leading up to July and then even after. And the only month that I don't have anything is April, but that's my sister's due date and Kevin's Mm -hmm. birthday. So I purposely did not plan anything because I definitely want to make sure that I'm around. Um, Yeah. 
But yeah, my heart is always just so full after coming back from from a weekend in Austin. So yeah, and we are here today. We have some awesome guests lined up like the next few weeks. So that'll be really exciting. Hopefully we can get our, our stuff figured out. And of course, on top of Kylie's laptop breaking, now our podcast platform is like transitioning on us. So we have to figure that out too. There's just way too many technical difficulties. Okay. I know. I have so much <laughs> stuff I need to edit once my once I have a computer access again. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not only going to have to be getting a different computer, but then figure out a different software for my stuff too. I'm like, oh my I God. No. Well, luckily I'll probably have it figured out before you so I can just show you. That's good. So, yeah. Yeah. No worries there. But you guys, We wanted to do a podcast episode for y'all today because what sparked this actually was one of my clients messaged me uh, because it is National Eating Disorder Awareness Month and um, Need a Week is the very last week of March. And I know that last year we did a big episode on our past with disordered eating, binge eating, all of that kind of stuff. It was actually our number two or three episode of the year. It got a lot of listens. And so if that is something that, you know, you're struggling with or you never listened to that episode, maybe you're a new listener or whatever it may be, go back and listen to that episode. We'll go ahead and tag it in the show notes for you guys. Um, But, you know, myself and Coach Court, we actually did a live last night all about navigating your relationship with food and binge eating. And then one of my clients had commented back to me on that live saying, you know, can you talk a bit more about body image and how to love and respect your body while also desiring healthy weight loss? And I think that this is a really nuanced topic. I think it's a really Mm -hmm. important topic because I do think find that especially in today's world where a lot of people are so polarized on one viewpoint or another a lot of there's a lot of like anti-diet or like intuitive eating people out there whatever it may be who genuinely just believe that weight loss is always unhealthy and if you are desiring weight loss you do not respect your body you hate your body whatever mm-hmm. it may be and that's just not the case right So Mm -hmm. I think that this can be a really great, you know, subject in light of this month and also just in light of the fact that no matter what health and fitness goal you are after, we always, always, always are here to here to encourage you to have self self acceptance and self respect. Mm -hmm. And I, I think one of the very first pieces of or one of the very first places that you have to start and you know questions that you have to ask yourself before you start desiring weight loss or when you're desiring weight loss is understanding why you want to lose this weight in the first place you know and Mm -hmm. like I mean that's something that we've talked about so many times even in our podcast episode that we talked about you know how to drop 30 pounds this year right like one of the very first things that we talked about is understanding your why and so I do believe that this requires a little bit of extra context, though, and understanding, okay, is this desire for weight loss coming from a place of self-hatred or is it coming from a place of self-growth and ultimately, you know, self respect. And I think that that even gets really dicey because obviously whenever you are desiring weight loss, you are desiring a change of some sort, right? Like you're desiring to change your body in some way. And so some may argue that, well, you don't respect your body or you're not happy with your body. But again, 
both as Kylie always says, like two things can be true at once, right? Like we can desire weight loss and still be happy with where we're at and respect where we're at. But I think one of the very first places that we have to start with is, do we want to change ourselves from a place of self-growth or like, do we hate ourselves and are we being negative? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite, uh, quotes that's not even necessarily talking about this it can apply to anything but I think it always comes to mind in this regard and I used to use it um with my clients is uh from Sophia Bush we look god lover but you know you're you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously I love like, that that's I feel like just so important to remember because you're absolutely right like so many people do go into a weight loss goal from a place of negativity and we've already like went down so many rabbit holes about why that's an issue in general but just relative to this it's like you know this person asked you directly like can you be happy with your body essentially while you're trying to change it and I actually always challenge people to think about the fact that like you actually should be trying to change your body because of happiness and love for it instead right, right? like you you should be thinking like, oh, I want to just like take better care of this body. Like I want to feel even better in this body. Like all of those types of thought processes are going to be a lot more productive than like, oh, I want to change because I feel so fat or I hate this or like I want people to like respect me this way or like whatever it is that's like the negative connotation around it in your head. Um, Mm -hmm. that just, it doesn't get you far. And, you know, we've, we talked about that, like you said, in our episode from personal experience, we've talked about it, how it's worked with clients, but, you know, I think it is just such a interesting topic because there are a lot of people that challenge that. And it's like, if you were happy with your body, then why would you be fixated on changing it? But also understanding that like, we can have weight loss goals that don't actually have like it's, it's okay. Like, I, I never know how to phrase this. Like, and I know you'll understand where I'm coming from with this, but like, it's fine to also want to change and lose weight for aesthetic reasons. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also important to remember that there are things that improve in your life and in your body from a non-aesthetic point with weight loss as well. So it's like, right. it doesn't always have to be about like where you're at with your body because you have a weight loss goal, right? Like, does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. And I think that that's a really important point to bring up is that we also have to ask ourselves, are we so solely focused on the scale that we're forgetting about all of these other really important factors Mm -hmm. that maybe changing these habits that can result in weight loss are going to bring into our life, right? And like Mm -hmm. all of these positives that weight loss could bring into our life, right? And I think that that's where the nuance is, is that some people will go through a weight loss journey. Again, granted, it could be in a very restrictive way and maybe not in the best way as we, as you know, health and fitness coaches would guide them. And they feel like that weight loss journey put them in a worse off place and they were really restrictive and their relationship with food became terrible and their relationship with their body became terrible. Whereas there are people on the flip side of that who can go about weight loss in, you know, a very strategic way and from a standpoint of wanting to change these items due to the fact that they know it's only going to improve their life and maybe improve 
improve their health in certain in certain ways. Maybe they feel like they have more endurance. Maybe their joints feel better. Again, maybe they do start to feel more confident in their clothing. Maybe they start feeling stronger. Maybe they start feeling more energized. And again, this doesn't all have to come along with just weight loss. But when we think about a lot of the habits that we are changing to create weight loss, what do you think is going to come along with that? There's going to be a lot of positive things, right? Like eating more protein, eating more fruits and veggies, getting more sleep, drinking more water, moving your body more, strength training, right? Like all of these items. So I think that that's where it's really important to remember that just because you desire healthy weight loss, it doesn't have to be, oh, I desire X number on the scale and I'm not going to be happy until I get to X number on the scale. Because again, all of these positives and these positive habit changes that are coming along with the weight loss are also going to be really big wins in your journey. And that's why we talk about the non-scale wins so much, right? Because the scale mm-hmm. is something that is really, really going to, it's it's going to allow you to get yourself down if you put so much stock and worth into that number. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. and I mean, even, even for you, Kylie, like we've talked about in our, you know, previous relationship with the scale and even with you coming from a bodybuilding background and everything of that sort, it's like, I feel like now you probably have so much more of a neutral relationship with the scale because you did go through both, you know, the positives of weight loss, but also negative relationship with weight loss as well. And this kind of ties back into the fact that like, sometimes you have to go through both to be able to get to that neutral place again. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think that's true. And like, you know, it's what we always talk about. I think we've mentioned this with uh, multiple different things about fitness journeys, but like, sometimes you have to experience all of the sides of it to find like that middle ground, right? Like you have to sometimes do the Goldilocks route, I think. <laughs> like, yes, and it sure. sucks. I wish there was an easier way. But it's kind of like you said, I think like, in order to get to where I am in a healthy place with food in my body, I kind of had to be in both like, you know, the extreme of like, you and I sharing our backstory of pre fitness lifestyle, where we did everything wrong and bad, mm-hmm. or like the, you know, no structure. And then I went to the far end of like the, you know, over restriction with myself, like, you know, just prior to this as well, um, to the range of, you know, doing it in like a regimented bodybuilding style, like, all of those things like taught me something different about how I do or don't want to manage my body, my relationship with my body and my relationship with food now. Like there's something I can pull from each of those chapters of my journey that helps me feel okay about where I am now. And sometimes you have to go through those uncomfortable and weird phases in order to get to that better place on the other side. Absolutely. And kind of like, just touching back on what you said about all of those pieces of your journey helped you to understand what you do and don't want to do and how Mm -hmm. you do and don't want to go about this. I think that that's another really important thing because I was, I was talking to this client, you know, she said, I'm getting a little bit anxious for like swimsuit season and, and, you know, short season, different things like that. But also remembering that I don't want to feel like I have to completely miss out on life or summer events with friends or whatever it may be to achieve those goals. And so I think another piece of this is what is worth it for you? Asking that question is Mm -hmm. so huge, right? Like what sacrifices are you willing to make and what sacrifices are you not willing to make, right? And I think about this in terms of losing like the last five to 10 pounds for some people. Like for some people, 
the last five to 10 pounds are going to be worth it to lose because that yeah. could, that could create really negative biofeedback. You might be insanely hungry. You might be insanely low energy. You might start to experience issues with sleep, your menstrual cycle, digestion. You also might start to realize that you're starting to have some pretty negative thoughts around body image and food and feeling so restricted. And so we always say like, it's not your dream body if it's a nightmare to maintain, right? Mm-hmm. And so like yep. if like if you are so so focused on the scale and you're so so focused on hitting this like this last 5 pounds and getting it off and hitting this low number, what's really important to remember is that are you it are you willing to give up the things that it might take giving up to get there? Like is it actually worth it because I can honestly tell you what And I'm actually making a whole post on this today. But like once you hit that low weight, you're not going to stay there. You're going to fluctuate back up a little bit Mm -hmm. once you stop dieting and once you bring calories back up. So understand like what is actually worth it for you. And just like Kylie said, learn how you do and do not want to go about these things. And really the only way that you can do that is with experience. And it does help if you do have a professional and a coach in your corner guiding you because obviously that coach, yeah, of course, like sometimes we do have to push a little bit harder and sometimes we do have to, you know, give a little bit more. And that's even conversations that I am always having with my clients as well. Is it worth, like, is it worth it to push ourselves to X amount to get this last five to 10 pounds off. Right. And like for some people, they're like, you know what? And again, this is where, you know, it comes into play of, okay, like me assessing biofeedback, how are we feeling, where are labs, all of that kind of stuff, because maybe we do at times have a little bit more room and time and effort to squeeze out, but sometimes we don't. Right. And that's, that's another really big point that you have to understand is pushing yourself to that really, really extreme and restrictive place can really, really hurt your body image. And it really can Like, I I mean, again, Kylie, you can speak to this from a bodybuilding standpoint. It's like most of the bodybuilders that we know and that we talk to are like, I was my most unhappy at my leanest. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously always going to be exceptions to that, but it's like, you know, you have to think about just quality of life. And it's also like, I think sometimes something that's important in assessing where you want your final quote unquote goal, weight or dream body or whatever you want to call it to be is what does like what does happiness and like a high quality of life look like to you? Yeah. Because that's, that's different for everyone. And so for me, it's like, when I look back at, okay, being at my leanest, there were things that were going well. But when I think about like what I actually want in my life, which is a lot of spontaneity and flexibility and like all of these things, you know, right. Or like, you know, for me, I'm a very sexual person. Like we've talked about all those things all of that's affected, like hormonally, like, you know, all of that is impacted by being that lean or being in such a deficit for a long time, right. So having to kind of step back and be like, okay, I can get to a place where I'm happy with my body, but maybe it's not what I thought it was going to look like. But I am able to partner that with these pieces of my life that are like non negotiable happiness things for me, and find that like, blend together where your body is healthy and you're happy and you can be at a place that like you feel physically confident, but that just understand that that might look different than you originally perceived it to look because a hundred percent in my head, like the way that I ended up 
looking, you know, competition lean. I think, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of us go into or admire things like that. And we think that's like the end goal. Like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I've even had to, as you know, check myself multiple times along the journey. And like, when I see things like that, and be like, man, you know, when I looked like that, but you know, I'm, I'm at a very like neutral place with that now. Like just today I had something in my uh, Facebook memories from like two or three years ago or something, I think three years ago. Yeah. And I, I like saw it and I was just like, oh, I look sick. Like I wasn't like, I look, I wasn't like, oh my God, look how skinny I was. Like, I was just like, yeah. my eyes look exhausted. Like, you know, which like, huh. Not much different than right now, but (laughs) for different reasons, for different Different reasons, reasons. right? But, you know, I was just like, it was, it was a relief to me though, to be able to be like, not chasing after this thing because I could look at it. And instead of just seeing this very lean body, I saw the quality of life coming through. Like I could see like, you know, it was more like, oh, I know how you were like feeling when you took this rather than just focusing on what I looked like. Right. Right. I love that so much. And I think too, like a really big misconception that a lot of people have whenever they're thinking about like body image or improving body image is I think that people think they just need to love themselves no matter what. Like you just got to love yourself. You're fine. Like you're good. Just love yourself. And it's not that simple, right? Like it's not that easy. And I also think people don't, don't realize that you can love yourself and still want to improve yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where we have to get out of that black and white thinking. Like we said, it's Mm -hmm. that duality. And like you said, like you can still be a masterpiece and a work in progress all at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, rather than, because I find that, you know, with like improving body image and everything like that, rather than feeling like I just need to love myself, I think that that can get really frustrating because and upsetting because people, maybe they don't love themselves or there are specific parts of their body that they really don't love or they want to change or what, or they would feel more confident and comfortable and capable in, you know, you know, with losing a, a few more pounds or with feeling stronger or, you know, having a bo- different body composition or whatever it may be. So I think during that time, rather than like telling yourself and berating yourself for not loving yourself, why don't we remind ourselves that, hey, like I don't have to love every single part of my body. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to love my stomach or my arms or whatever it may be. Like I I don't have to absolutely love this, but I do have to accept this part of me and I have to respect this part of me, right? Like I have to show my body acceptance and respect for where it is currently at because guess what? You're going to spend way more time in the in-between moments from one goal to the next, whether it be a weight loss goal, a body composition goal, whatever it may be. You're going to spend way more time in those in-between moments where you're not yet at that goal rather than being actually at that goal. So why don't we find and figure out how to accept ourselves and respect ourselves at every stage of the journey rather than simply just when we are X number on the scale or when we are at sure. X body composition or whatever it may be, you know? So yeah. I think I think that's just so important. And I think that people get really frustrated when they hear just love yourself because it's not, it really is not that simple, right? Like I don't always love my belly pouch, right? Like I don't always love the way that my legs look or something of that sort. But again, 
I have done a lot of internal work. And again, this also came through my post-birth control journey and gaining Mm -hmm. 30 pounds where I pretty much had no choice but to accept where I was at, right? Like there was no... There was no period in that year and a half where I was losing that weight yet. And I had to accept that. And I truly think that even though it might not be like the most like beautiful, magical butterfly way of saying it, like I truly think I was forced into accepting myself, honestly. Yeah. And that now has brought me into so much more, so much more actual love and respect and acceptance for myself now in a smaller body as well, you know? Yeah. And I think that I I think that it's it's just such a nuanced thing. And you have to remember that you are gonna be on this journey. Again, we call it a journey for a reason because it is a journey and it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of inner work. And you're gonna be on this journey for quite a long time if you do have a big goal to reach. So why not learn how to appreciate yourself in those in-betweens, you know? Amen. Yeah. Amen. No, I, agree. Sister. I agree with all of that. It was a mic drop moment. It was like, no notes. No notes. That's me and Kylie's new favorite saying, <laughs> which is so funny no because notes. Claudia and Jack say that all the time. And I'm like, yeah. this is it. I told you I got that from New Girl a long time ago. Yes, absolutely. By the way, Usher 8, no notes. <laughs> Usher 8, no notes. Yeah. we. I would see your people about. hating on him. I'm sorry. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> no, I had no notes. Absolutely not. But, you know, I think that whenever it comes to, you know, self-acceptance and respect and even self-love, whatever it may be, there are definitely some different things that we can do to show our body that and to kind of like reel it back in and remember who we are and appreciate our body. Because don't get me wrong, we have all had bad body image days. Like. <laughs> Oh, there, yeah. there and, have, and I think that's so important to remind people, like, even when we're at a place where we sit here and talk about that, like, we're in a better place with, like, accepting ourselves. Like, I still have days where I wake up and I'm like, you're a fat piece of shit today. Like, that is, sometimes that's, like, literally your dialogue. Like, there's not, yeah. I think, I think a magic way that just eliminates that, but the difference is, like, you don't spend time there. Like, it's, like, you, that, that might mm-hmm. fleet across your brain and then you're, like, no, no, no. Like, I think we talked about this when we watched, uh the Miss Americana documentary, shout out Tay Tay. But yep. she she had that segment when she was referring to her eating disorder stuff and that she was just like, you know, she's like, I just had to teach myself to shut it down. Like when I look in the mirror and I start thinking that way, she's like, nope, we're not doing this today. We're just not going to do it. Yep. And like, I've, I've coached myself in that same way. Like, it's like when I start doing that and being like, you know, I'll come out here and show my roommate and be like, I don't know if I should wear this outfit. Like, do you see the way like my midsection looks? And she'll be like, it looks great. And I just like want to go on this spiral. And then I come back in and I'm like, you're either going to decide to wear it or you're not. We're not playing this game. You're going to wear it and you're going to be happy about it. Or, you know, you're not going to spend our whole night tugging and hiding it. If you're fucking choosing to wear it, we're just not going to do that. Like, yes, shut it down, <laughs> shut, shut it down. down. And honestly, I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's so true. You literally just have to shut it down. Like that's kind of what yeah. it is. You have to turn it off. And like you said, you don't spend time there anymore. And I think that that's the difference between someone who has been able to kind of get through a really rocky period with body image or whatever it may be, and now is able to accept themselves versus somebody who still feels like they're stuck in that shame spiral of, you know, weight loss, poor body image, whatever it may be, is the sense that what you have to do 
to really recognize these things and overcome these things is one, realize when you're having these negative thoughts about yourself and accept Mm -hmm. them. Accept that you're human and you're going to have these thoughts. You're going to have thoughts of, oh my gosh, I hate the way my stomach looks today. I don't like the way my jeans are fitting, whatever it may be. But you can't stay there. You can't stay stuck in them and spiraling in them. You have to let them go and shut the door on them. I honestly love, um, I read the five second rule by Mel Robbins like five years ago. Uh, Me too. We read that that close at the same time. I need to reread that honestly. Same. I, I think I did. The, I think I did the audiobook, but it was great. So I did the audiobook too. That's probably we probably got each other hooked on that. Um, mm-hmm. but I love the five second rule because honestly, I use that whenever I am starting to go down a negative spiral or I feel myself going down like a negative rabbit hole. I'm like five, four, three, two, one. We're done. Shutting down the thoughts. I'm making a decision and I'm moving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's where a lot of that growth comes into play as well, and just not staying stuck in those things. Yeah, I mean, even I think about like Saturday night, we got ready for. I was literally thinking about Saturday night too. Yeah, like we got ready for the rave and it's like I had on the outfit I had on and I like had a moment where I was just like, I don't know if I like the way that this looks on my stomach or like, Mm -hmm. you know, my my whole ass is out and it ain't. Which Kylie looked hot as fuck. (laughs) But I was like, not as toned as I wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Like those things all circulated and it was just like, I had to just, you know, of course, like I said, we're girls. We asked each other. I was like, does this look fine? Like, you know, gas each other up. But I had to make the conscious decision. Like once I was feeling that way, like looking at it and I was just like, this is what you're wearing. You just are, you have to just decide it looks good. And then yeah. it was like, that's it. Like I didn't spend the rest of the night. There wasn't a point in the rest and of the night where I like looked pictures, at it or looked like, at myself. Yeah. Yes. Like, like you made content, like you were feeling yourself the rest of the night. Yeah. Which we you kind of have to gaslight yourself into it sometimes, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like. Gaslighting for good sometimes, you know? Gaslighting like, for good, man. That's like, that should be the is. title of this episode. That'd be great clickbait, honestly. It honestly like, would. Gaslight yourself into loving yourself. That's the only time I'm going to improve, <laughs> like, and condone gaslighting. But right. it, but you kind, you kind of do have to do that. Like, it's like, a, like I said, it's the decision I had to make where it's like, okay, whether, you know, you, you want to feel comfortable. And it's like, I put that on and I felt great. But then I always feel like it's like, I think if you pick an outfit and you know you like it and then you do that, you like it, and then you start to second guess yourself. It's like, I put that on and I was like, damn, I love this. But then it's like, you start looking at a different angle. You sit down, you start doing this and then you're like, Or you oh, start comparing yourself like, to other people. Yeah, yeah. You, some other people show up and you're like, oh, do I not? I don't feel like I look as good. Or like, should I be dressed like this? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like you start doing backpedaling on all of this and you just have to make that decision to be like, nope, I made the choice and I feel good about it. And I look hot, period, the end. Like, yep. and even if you are having those thoughts, like I said, I think so many people are always looking for a way to like, not have those thoughts anymore and like hey if somebody knows let me know but like I just think that's not human I just think that's not realistic like yeah that's gonna happen and like I said that happened even when like you know we talked about this that photo shoot we did when you were in Nashville with me right after my show that we did for the podcast there was pictures from that I was two weeks after my competition and there was pictures that I looked at then and I was like oh I look fat there or the way I'm sitting I like don't like the way my stomach looks and I'm just like bitch what like I literally weigh 40 more pounds than that right now like yeah. you know what I'm saying and so it's like it's all relative and like it, it doesn't actually typically those thoughts don't actually have anything to do with what you look like like mm-hmm. that's just how your little demons work sometimes and yep. we got to shut them down you know yep absolutely those self-limiting beliefs and like those self-sabotage thoughts are so real mm-hmm. um and you know I wanted to just kind of like list off some tools that I really like using whenever I am in those spirals of like negative body image or whatever it may be. Um, And just honestly, like ways to show yourself love, honestly, like 
being with yourself and like sitting with yourself, like meditating breath work, I think that's a really powerful way of being able to, to just kind of like be in your body and like spend a little bit more time with yourself. Um, especially if you're somebody who compares a lot, especially on a like a weight loss journey. Again, five, four, three, two, one, shut down social media. Like the minute that I start spiraling down an Instagram or TikTok rabbit hole, I'm done. You know, and that used to be like I used to let that eat me alive. Like I would spend hours on hours and more so I I don't, I honestly like, and again. I, I find myself very fortunate to say this. I've never really been the type of person to compare myself to other people in the sense of how I look. Um, more so it's like my it's like my work, my business, all of my content, all of that kind of stuff. But yeah. I more so am just my own worst critic on how I look to myself. You know what I mean? But right. either way, any form of comparison is the thief of joy. Like we know yeah. that, right? Um, For sure. And honestly, like just other things, like doing things like, you know, cuddling up in a blanket, like watching a favorite show, like treating yourself to one of your favorite meals or taking a long hot shower, dancing, moving your body. Like whenever Kylie and I did Sacred Slut yeah. with, with Hannah Deindorfer, we rage dance, like we we soulful dance, like we did all the movement and it felt so good to just yeah. like move your body and and like get all of that out of you. And also like buy yourself- just booked a massage. Yes, Kylie just booked a massage for herself. Yes. Yeah. Like buying yourself clothes that you feel good in, not shaming yourself for not being it. I think this is one of the biggest ones. Like one of the biggest wins that a lot of my clients have had, um, whether it be, you know, just clothes from like years ago, or maybe they are in a health phase in a season of their life where maybe they don't feel like they fit as well into their clothes or whatever it may be. One of the biggest wins is always them coming to me and saying, Kara, like, I went shopping today and I bought clothes that I feel absolutely phenomenal in. And I am not no longer holding on to these clothes that I'm just trying to fit back into. Yeah. One it's of my so clients just sent a similar message like that too. Like they were just like, I went out and you know, they were they were happy they were buying things that they didn't normally buy, like tank tops and stuff like that. But they were like, I also just like let myself buy the size that made the most sense. Like yeah. and that's part of it too, is like, you know, just having to I, I think that's a huge step people talk about enough. I mean and, and just buying stuff that's going to be flattering to where you're at and make you feel good is going to be a game changer. Like, I mean, I, of course, when I was really lean, I got really on the fucking like midriff and cop crop top chain. You know, I feel like I didn't own a shirt that was a full shirt for two years. Like, yep. and, and I, I can't, don't feel comfortable wearing those right now. And for a while I was like trying to like put myself in those shirts still, or then like feel bad about myself when I tried, or they were too tight in my shoulders now. And like, I was just like, this is making me feel worse. And now, God bless the TikTok algorithms. Like I, I've been buying stuff TikTok. on TikTok shop because they mm -hmm. are sending me ads of girls whose body types are very similar to mine. Yeah, putting on these hot fucking outfits, and I just bought like a bunch of shit from this last week and put it on, and I felt hot as hell all week because I put mm -hmm. on this thing that like compliments me and was made for like my body type and like mm -hmm. fits to that rather than trying to keep putting myself in these other clothes that I know I'm going to feel bad about. Like that's, you know, it, it, you know, that, that, that is such an underrated thing is to just like, I think that, well, I think it all just ties back into that acceptance of where yeah. you're at. Yeah. Is like, and clothes are made to I'm fit you. There. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you're going to stay there or that this just means like, oh, we never pursue weight loss. We just keep buying a different kind of clothes. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you it's going to take time and I'm sure you have so many clients you've been in this yourself I've been in this myself I have clients like the change don't happen overnight so in that in between period while you're not at that weight loss goal yet buy the stuff that you just feel good in 
Literally, I have this pair of leather pants that I absolutely love that I bought at like the end of my my fat loss phase last year that I wore to my best friend's bachelorette last February. <laughs> Tried them on like a month ago. Too tight, did not fit because I'm not in that. I'm not at the very end of my calorie deficit anymore. So guess what? I went back on the site. I bought them in a medium. Cool. Yeah. Done. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, like clothes are made to fit you. You are not to meant, meant to fit into clothes, right? Like, yeah. so that is so important. Um, And I think just, you know, again, like brain dumping, journaling, like words of affirmation for yourself and like focusing on your wins and focusing on the fact that like, if you are on a weight loss journey, remember that all of these little items that you are doing for yourself every day, like we talked about, all of these habits that you're putting into place, ultimately that is a form of self-love. That is a form of, you know, self-care and also self-discipline. And it, like, I I always say like self-discipline is also a form of self-love because you're showing up for yourself and you're making those commitments to the goals Mm -hmm. that you have for yourself and to things that actually make your body feel better. Like, feeding yourself, you know, whole nutrient dense foods and getting outside in the sunshine for a walk and drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, like all of those things that come with a weight loss journey, they all matter as well. And they're all a form of self-acceptance and self-love, you know? So I think as long as you, I think really like the whole point of this is understanding like, okay, making sure that you're understanding of your why and really knowing that like you don't have to change your body out of a place of self-hate. You are allowed to desire weight loss and also allowed to be happy with where you're currently at and also making sure that you are monitoring your thoughts, catching those negative thoughts when they come in and not staying yeah. staying stuck in those and really just understanding what's worth it for you and what's not whenever it comes to weight loss and and making sure that you're continuing to stay consistent with those habits that actually show yourself respect and acceptance and ultimately love in the end, I think that, you know, you'll be in so much of a better headspace. But again, it does take time and experience for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to add? I don't think so. I think that was a short and sweet, but valuable. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You guys. And as always, you know, if any of you are struggling with body image, if any of you are struggling with disordered eating, eating disorder, whatever it may be, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out to either of us. Our DMs are always open and we can always point you in the right direction. You know, if you are actually someone who is struggling with a true, you know, undiagnosed eating disorder, we always, always, always want to encourage you to go and see a professional seek out, you know, mental health help and just even talk to a trusted family member or friend or someone that you feel comfortable with and just know that you're not alone. Um, We can definitely put like the NIDA um, information and contact info, all of that kind of stuff in the show notes for everyone so that they have it. Yeah. yeah. And we'll find that we'll find, I can't remember what number it was when we did our eating disorder uh, podcast, but we'll find that and link it in the show notes too. So yeah and we have a very special guest coming on next week hopefully kylie can get her laptop situation figured out cross fingers for us <laughs> Bless. i'm gonna do my best That's, we're doing that we're doing that towards the end of the week right we are doing it let's see yes thursday next thursday okay. so we have a week we have a week to figure it out <laughs> but we didn't want to leave- more time yeah so we didn't want to leave you guys hanging for one more week so 
If this episode resonated with you, as usual, please go ahead and share this with somebody that you know. Leave us a five-star rating and review. We appreciate it so, 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 so much. Please subscribe. Tag myself, Kylie, the Not Your Quick Fix podcast. Share this on your socials. We will be back with y'all next week, and we hope that you have a wonderful rest of the week. We will chat with y'all soon. Bye.